2: It's not too late for Matt Patricia to play quarterback for the Broncos. Welcome to a What the Fuck is Going On edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and still Eagles prisoner, Daniel Hardigan. You guys see Jalen Hurts the other night? Mm. That was electric. That was exciting stuff. Uh, With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon Danny, is this Ty Hill's best season? Aren't you glad he's playing football and not rotting in a jail cell somewhere?
0: He didn't do it, as far as I'm concerned. I've heard enough. There's a lot of fake news going around for a little while, and that's what happens. You just got to get past it, keep playing football, and you'll be rewarded.
1: I, I heard that I heard that everyone was just like, just pick on someone your own size. So he went off for a child. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a small man, but... But his son's broken arm was sustained at a T-ball game, (laughs) I believe.
2: Okay, moving on. Uh, We got Washington football team fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, you humiliated the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Describe your feelings.
3: Yes, the football team is the greatest. Every Cowboys fan in the D.C. area can officially eat my ass. Line it up. It's like one of those fucking contests they used to do on fucking Howard Stern. I'm going to go into a gymnasium. And let 10,000 Cowboys fans eat my butt.
0: And then ride the Sibian.
2: <laughs> Let's fucking go. Uh, and then also, uh, the fourth voice you hear joining the show today, uh, the only white man to be deported during the Trump administration.
1: Let's Please go. welcome our
2: first ever international guest. We've
1: got comedian Chris Milner on the show. Thank you very welcome, much. Chris. I'm here with my Washington football team wine glass. Shout out Jose Sanchez for his yearly Washington-related gifts. Oh man, the gifts! I had to tell him.
3: I had to tell him to back off on the gifts (laughs) this year.
1: Yeah, started getting. I felt like I started owing him more than. Yeah, I'm not having sex with you, Jose. Mm. No more gifts. Yeah, got to that point. But yeah, also Washington fans are also happy, and you know, with the family Cowboys connection, could not be happier to rub one into my wife's family's face. That's great. Oh yeah rub one in there
2: (laughs) yeah all up in that (laughs) Uh, okay let's let's start uh do you guys want to address anything before we get into the show there's a lot that's happened i got
3: one thing uh hey milner man uh how sad is everybody that there's no london game this year
1: well i mean on top of everything else i think that does the top the list of priorities for most english people um We were definitely upset because we were going to go and do a pop-up shop and it would have been brilliant, make a lot of money there with those fans because none of them know anything. You can sell them anything. You're like, yeah. Do you want this Darren Sharper jersey? I'll throw in the Ray Rice. (laughs) No worries. 30 quid. You got to steal. Enjoy that. See you later. That's mean. I don't do that. But You could.
3: You could. It's like selling weed in the early
0: 2000s.
1: I know. You do, J, J.K. Dobbins, I feel like you so much to say to him, you do know who wore 27 before you, yeah? Mm.
0: Well, you can't retire a number just because somebody did something heinous in an elevator. That's true. It's sort I of the am. opposite of why you retire a number.
1: No, it's all good. I want to talk about that Broncos thing, though. Are you going to talk about it now, or are we holding on to that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that we can. You know, they told the guy one day the guy before he was to play quarterback. Hey, by the way, uh you're starting quarterback this week. And then just we watched him go out there. He completed one pass. He threw two interceptions and it was just a shit show.
0: It really it, sh- it sheds a little bit of light on while we do think certain quarterbacks, you know, your your Blake Bortles, those types suck. It must be very, very difficult to play quarterback in the NFL if a guy who has played quarterback for a college team in the past can come in and not be able to complete more than one pass. So at least it's it's a, it's a credit to the shitty quarterbacks out there, is what I'm saying.
1: I mean, I'm I'd-
3: excited for him to give back to his flag football team. He is going to be the man when he gets back to that flag league, though.
1: Denver dropped the ball entirely, right? I mean, you've got Tom Brady is how old now, right? You've 43. got you've got sitting upstairs in that GM office, a sprightly 60-year-old John Elway that could have taken one for the team, pulled on some pads and stepped down on the center and thrown for 600 yards. That would have been the most great story ever. Show these oh kids how God. it's done, John. You haven't but picked who knows a good he- quarterback since Peyton. Show them how it's done.
0: He might have been involved in the same thing as the as the guys in the quarterback room. They might have all exchanged, like, a triple kiss. That's what I thought yeah. happened. It's like, it was just not wearing masks? I don't buy that. I think they were doing something a little closer.
2: All right, let's start this show. Every week, we get into it by talking about what we hated about watching football. Danny, you want to start us off?
0: So, yeah, I mean... Look, uh, it's a perfect segue from what we've been talking about, because what I hated this week was just these teams that are whining about what's fair and not fair. You know, the, the Ravens bitching the Steelers bitching the, you know, the fans of, of the Broncos, come on, your quarterbacks did some shit. You got what you deserved. And the NFL got everyone together before the season and said one thing very clear, wear masks. And motherfuckers still can't do it. So now they're taking away seventh rounders, they're making teams play without quarterbacks, and it's still not really getting the message through. Like there's a show I watch. this is a good example of, of kind of the mentality. I watch a show, maybe you've heard of it. It's called My 600 Pound Life. And it's easy to explain if you haven't heard of it, but it's it's on the Learning channel. And in every first in every episode, in the beginning, of the episode, the fat person meets with the doctor. His name's Dr. Now. He's an Iranian guy, tells it like it is. And Dr. Now sits the fat person down and says, if you follow this diet, you'll lose 60 pounds in two months. And every time they come into their next appointment, having lost only like eight pounds, and they just say like, but I did everything right. I did all the things you told me to do. No, you didn't. You know, you snuck some fucking curly fries in there. We all know it. But because you're such a bitch and you can't be accountable, you start to cast doubt on the system. And now you've got it's like Trump. Now, Now you've got everyone else fighting the system with you because they like you and you're mad at the system. So now they're mad at the system. Just wear masks and don't go out a ton. And you won't get sick. There's nothing wrong with the fucking system. It's you, John Gruden. It's you, Drew Locke. All this bullshit. Football players spew about uh, 53 players working together towards one goal. It's horse shit. If you really wanted to win the Super Bowl, you'd make sure there was a fucking Super Bowl and you'd put on your shit. (laughs) Stop whining, fatso. Put your shit on. Just do it. What's so hard about all of this? Like, why are we... Being subject to this, you have one job. You just sit at your house for four months and then go play games. I've done it, and I don't even have a real job.
3: My only note on what you just said, you're the only person that still calls it the learning channel.
0: Well, I just thought it's funny that the learning channel has become a channel <laughs> yeah. for learning about other people's horrible lives.
3: Yeah, I was like, "Niggas I haven't learned on there in like 20 years."
0: It's just like, "What if you what if what if you were fat? What would that be like? What if you were small? What if you were normal size but you lived in a small house?
2: What if you had an addiction to uh huffing uh, keyboard duster. Yeah. What if you had the crazy addiction to eating your own hair?
0: You can't stop eating the couch.
3: Well, that is, yeah, I guess that's technically learning.
0: It's it's your one stop shop for for everything you want to know about the world that you don't want to know about. It's like being Amish seems terrible.
2: <laughs> Take a look, Jamal. What'd you hate about watching football this week?
0: Um. You
3: know what I hated about football? Despite something similar working for my team, I hate gadget plays. And I want to be clear. There's a very thin line between a gadget play and a trick play. A trick play is where you do something unusual to get one of your best players the ball. A gadget play is where you do something dumb and you try to trick everybody into thinking you're going to give your best player the ball and you actually give it to your worst player. (laughs) It was something about this that, that one of those missed fourth downs in the Seahawks game last night that just rubbed me the absolute wrong way. It's fourth and one on the five. And they ran a, a, a fake toss that ended up being a shovel pass and a fake run of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is your team's leading rusher. You need one yard. You mean to tell me you would rather give the ball to the fourth wide receiver than the MVP candidate who has the ball every fucking snap? What are y'all doing? A gadget play is where a coach is so smart, he becomes a fucking idiot again. You've been running this play against your scout team. It's the most ideal situation I can think of. You are aware of the entire... You have tape on the whole personnel for at least a calendar
2: year. What the fuck are y'all doing? End quote. I thought the, the gadget plays Dallas tried against you guys really swung the game. They tried fake punts. They did a Philly special. They were, looked, all of them didn't work.
3: Idiots. What are you going to do? You're going gonna to hit Andy Dalton on a crossing route? What the fuck are y'all talking about? Our thing was a trick play. We gave our starting running back the ball on a fumble rooski. That's just fun.
0: I agree that you should be annoyed by trick plays in meaningful games, but if your team sucks, like the Dallas Cowboys, you should have to run only trick plays to entertain people. If you are playing another bad team, if it's the giants in Cincinnati, like it was this week, both teams should be doing nothing but trick plays. You should not be allowed to run it up the gut. You should only be allowed to throw it to real idiots.
2: What if, like, yeah, every play is a flea flicker? I like it. So, Chris, I'm going to come to you and ask you what you hated about watching football this week.
1: Not, a, not a lot to hate, uh, Dan. I'm not going to lie. As as a Washington football fan, that was a long time coming. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving. Not since RG three. When was it? Even I mean, his name comes up time and again, but like, you know, that was the last Thanksgiving battering of the Cowboys I remember seeing. You know, then obviously there's Santana Moss before that. It's just there's a litany, a history of Ooh. beating the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and and I'm I'm all for it. There's there was not a lot not to like about that. Defense is looking so hot so, as well. Oh,
2: the the, the front seven is legitimately awesome would describe them as sexually attractive definitely (laughs) no what i wanted to say okay so what time did that game start for you in london what is the
1: the london thanksgiving football watching experience look like well my wife is american so obviously thanksgiving is important to her so it was doubly annoying for her when i got the week completely wrong and thought it was the thursday before that um in my defense <laughs> the date is not set and does change year in year out uh but i wrongly thought it was the third thursday because for some reason i think i confused third and thursday D- jamel did you, did you come to that thanks the friends giving that we had at triangle house
3: probably i think i was at one of them i was definitely D- over there. the one that
1: was a, a supposedly i was supposed to bring a vegan side and i accidentally didn't realize it was vegan and made that sausage stuffing don't. yeah and everyone i, I don't,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> everyone I don't pay
3: i don't pay attention to any vegan directions whatever yeah, happened, no, I, didn't, I didn't either I
1: was, I was i was actually yeah that was a mistake but mate everyone loved that stuffing um th- so i made don't that worry, again that was I was it. but no it's good. Like, it good you get early games that's the best thing about thanksgiving here because most of the time we've got to wait till six o'clock so you know thanksgiving you get, you get to start watching football a bit early don't have to wait till sunday
0: So, yeah, that I mean, because we just want to make this whole thing about the differences between American and British life, what (laughs) is a standard football day? You said that the games that would start here in California at 10 a.m. are starting at 6 p.m. over there, which means that the normal schedule of three sets of games back to back to back uh, would take you into the late hours after midnight
1: yeah, it's a constant tightrope walk of not getting so high and drunk before six pm that I'd just pass out immediately after the game started. Um, it's actually really hard, and I don't normally make it past about nine thirty
0: that's I mean and if your team is playing on Sunday night on Monday night that's got to be torture.
1: Oh no, mate, just just eggs and football in the morning. Like right, so just, you avoid all social media. Jump on, hit the. Make sure that Game Pass hasn't shown the score. Watch the full game. Easy, easy does it. Start your day like that. Coffee, coffee and football.
0: So you record it. that's that's brilliant. That's a great we have Game solution. Pass.
1: We have Game Pass, so like we have a app. You guys must have it too. That we can watch Red Zone on, and we can watch every game, and then obviously you can watch the highlights for forty minutes or the. Full game after. Yeah.
3: Over here, it's
0: called buff streams.
1: Yeah. Over here, it's called a complete waste of money.
0: Well, Dan will uh, gladly pay $150 to watch the Eagles win just one more time in his life. He
3: does it all the time. He watches every Eagles game on a boat
2: that he rents. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. But what I did hate about watching football this week is something that I've known about for a long time, and we've all seen it. And it's something that stood out this week. And um, it is the illegal motion slash illegal shift referee arm and hand motion. It is just a Hitler salute. I don't know why this is still the motion that these guys have to make. Some refs actually will hit you with a double arm and just kind of go chest and do the whole thing. I've noticed Jerome Boger, double-arm ref. However, there's still... I I, I don't remember what game I was watching, but a ref came out and really just hit a proud, like, Heil Hitler. And I just can't believe that there's not another motion you can do with your arm. Nope. How is this still what it is? Why are some refs, like, proudly doing it, and others are just adding their own flair to it? it? I just... How about, how about no signal for that one? I mean, illegal shift
3: happens so little. If you're deaf and you're watching football and you miss that one, you'll figure it
2: out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. If I'm just glancing up at my screen and I see this guy just saluting Hitler, I, I'm not sure why we have to keep this in the game. It's a small thing, but it still happens. Well, I, and it,
0: the other, I mean, why do you even need the motions at all? I mean, Jamel's point is is good, and you can even go further and say none of these penalties require a guy to make some kind of a gesture alongside just announcing what the penalty is. I it, it's in no way helpful. It's just like intentional grounding, kind of looks like this, where you where you angle your both your hands down in a diagonal fashion. It doesn't. It, it's not necessary at all. Just say what it is. Say the guy who did it. Pops up on the screen. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah exactly. And if you
1: yeah, put a, a text bar on that bitch, dude. Refereeing needs to evolve with the times, you know, that we had the female kicker. You know, there was a time before when, yeah. you know, the end of the quarter was signaled by them actually firing a gun. Um, That was I as recently that. as 1994. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why not bring back the gun and yeah. use that instead of the Hitler motion and just shoot whoever does it? and it'll stop people doing it very quickly.
3: (laughs) No more illegal shifts in football at all. I like where Milner's head is.
1: Exactly. Cut off the roots of the problem.
0: (laughs) More guns in football. Yeah. Make all the refs gay, obviously. All the kickers can be women, and they only squib.
1: I think kickers should only be women, and I think that each team should get to pick the other person's kicker. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ooh.
3: it's like hot or not but but worse
1: yeah like drew lock's mum. you know like did you see that she went in defense of her son like not wearing a mask saying yes. it was showing leadership i don't know drew lock's mum, but i'm pretty sure she argues the right not to wear a mask in public
3: oh for sure
0: oh she's yeah she's a karen she uh she's asking to talk to the nfl's manager
1: karen lock <laughs> <laughs> We have a Karen Locke here, sir, to talk to you. I don't see why I need to wear a mask.
3: I don't understand why I
0: need... My turn's a good boy.
3: Yeah.
0: I have trouble breathing. I can't can't breathe.
2: So what? We're out here dying, lady. Okay. Uh, Let's let's move on. Let's talk about uh, coaches getting fired, and justifiably so. We have lost uh what how, who have we lost this year we got the jags gm just got fired uh, matt patricia
1: just got fired and, and caldwell got let go too soon because Mike is mike glennon time in jacksonville and they are oh going to go on a, such a string of w's right now
3: yeah. yeah you're about to look stupid as shit for not believing in mike glennon
1: oh bro the guy looks like when you stretch out a rubber chicken but boy can he put up numbers
3: I should also let you guys know you are talking to. This is the first time that the original Mike Glennons of comedy have been together yeah. in a
1: couple years. I mean, almost five years, I think, because I think we came up with that in about 2015 when, yeah, when he was, I think, I don't know, on the Bucks. He was with the maybe? Bucks,
0: yeah. yeah. He was
3: cooking <laughs> shit for the Bucks. <laughs> And we went on tour. Yeah, look up the Mike Glennon's A Comedy Tour. Yeah, we, we, did we, our main we toured
1: tour. mainly in gas stations and laundromats around Northwest Maryland. Yeah, northwest yeah. DC and Maryland.
3: Yeah, we went on a nice run.
2: Yeah, it was a good time. But Glennon's back, Danny, baby. You look like you, looks like you were going to jump in there, Danny.
0: No, I mean, I was going to do my, more of my ugly American shit, just asking. I'm just so curious about the... <laughs> Ha- has the jacksonville jaguars push to be more present in the london market ha- has it worked
1: yeah definitely uh they've got a big following over here um you're in a
3: full jag sweatsuit right now As saw uh, you got the sweatshirt and the beanie it is well, a confusing message
0: for for well, but- talking about how much you love the team that you're wearing a, a Jacksonville Jaguars oh,
3: sweatshirt Current? Come on, man. When you are a fan of the team, you can wear anything outside of the NFC East. Man, we don't care. It, but Okay, anything outside of the NFC East and the Steelers. If I catch you in Steelers gear, I'm still going on you.
1: Right. I mean, like, you can't – I mean, you can't hate on the Jags. I mean, it's pathetic, you know. It's not, like, a danger, you know. It's like – and plus, I wear the sweat because – the logo is the logo that they had when they launched the team in 1993 um which and then they got sued immediately by jaguar cars because they were like that's our logo and they issued them a cease and desist and they had to change it a year later and recall all of this stuff so it's actually really valuable (laughs) because it's not supposed to exist
3: (laughs) shout out for mike brunell for that copyright infringement
1: yeah it's brilliant
2: But it feels, I think what Danny's getting at is it feels like there's a concentrated effort to make the Jags the adopted team of the United Kingdom. And what we're hearing is it's worked, and they are the adopted team.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much we were waterboarded with the Jags, um, but now we do like the Jags. Jacksonville is great. Jacksonville
0: we've known since 1993 does not deserve is not a city that deserves an NFL franchise no, it's uh, biggest
1: just, biggest biggest city in florida i have you know
0: true but you know they and they <laughs> voted overwhelmingly for trump i think we could use a change and <laughs> in when i play franchise mode in madden uh if you go fr- far enough down in the years of a franchise eventually you will get expansion teams and uh, city changes, and one of them is the Jags move to London and they become the Black Knights. No. That really does happen. And then eventually, Cleveland moves to Mexico City. But uh, that's very far <laughs>
1: in the future. <laughs> what? That's Do fantastic. Start... Does the,
0: the Cleveland team build? Yeah, they... <laughs> that one, I think, is the Caballeros, uh, which I guess is, you know, it's kind of cool. I could see it.
3: They should still be the Cleveland Caballeros, and they should play in Juarez.
0: I think I, I'm going to say something. I guess that could be construed as racist, but I feel like it's a great joke. Uh, keep the name of the Browns, but it's just referring to the water
3: mm. or the heroin.
1: Oh yeah, could be the heroin or the f- colors of the food. <laughs> <laughs>
2: holy shit uh how do we start with this We're so we, saying, gotta, know, gotta, know,
0: we gotta re enter the coaches thing I think. yeah
3: me and danny didn't vote for trump by the way i know how that segment might have sounded to the listener but we we are on the right side of history and Couldn't we'll have be voted listening.
0: less for trump. we'll
3: be yeah we'll be visiting mexico as soon as they let us in their country
1: i'll speaking be going right down there of, speaking of trump very quickly and in general trump's nepotism have you seen who the denver broncos have just brought in as their quarterback is the son of the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Kyle oh, yeah. Schirmer is, is going to be their quarterback. Pat Schirmer is their offensive coordinator. That's the true. The nepotism is unbelievable.
0: But also, he has a much better reason to be in this position than Ivanka and Don Jr. because he played on the practice squad of the Kansas City Chiefs. And who is the Denver Broncos' next opponent? Kansas City Chiefs.
1: So, oh, they're trying to mean? get a
0: little inside info, I think, is what's going on. All
1: right.
3: Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Best of luck to them. Well, as we were Sorry. saying. <laughs>
1: Dad, you haven't given Mac- me a hug in 10 years. Why now? Because
2: <laughs> you know the playbook. <laughs>
1: yeah. Matt Patricia, I you. I fired.
2: Love you. Wait, just do the whole Jags reintro. GM. I mean, you're going to need it. You're going to yeah. want to do a reintro. Nope. nope. I'm keeping all this. Jags GM, fired. Matt Patricia fired. We already saw Bill O'Brien is gone. We saw uh, the dude in Atlanta is gone. Look, people are getting fired, and there's going to be job openings. And what we wanted to talk about this week were who some of these candidates are for uh, for some of these job openings. Actually, we wanted to talk specifically Dark Horse candidates, who we want to see get hired by a team like Atlanta. I'd love to see Samuel L. Jackson get hired. As the falcons head coach he used to work at falcons games in the concessions booth he's a huge celebrity fan Why he would make sense to me danny why don't you start us off with some real pitches on some dark horse candidates
0: sure well i uh, i i wanted immediately when i when i thought we should do this game i thought about detroit getting rid of trish r.i.p we all loved you you were a great person to make fun of now you're gone And I think what they were trying to do in Detroit was recreate the Pat's dynasty. You know, they, they wanted to get Matt Patricia, defensive coach, install toughness, accountability, the whole dumbass Patriot way. But the players, as they always inevitably do, they started to resent him because he is a joke. And so it all fell apart. And that hyper-discipline thing really only works when you take the coach seriously. So I have the perfect guy for that. Detroit native, tough as nails, real no nonsense letter of the law type Dan called this earlier when we were texting about it but I am talking about RoboCop
1: Yeah all
0: right let's go yeah his his style of dealing with people is about as close to Bill Belichick as you can get the pay, the players are going to follow, follow his directives which are basically I'll fucking shoot you we were just talking about guns in the game yep RoboCop perfect
1: miss a same block voice, I'll shoot exactly you exactly the same voice
0: Yes. If you dog it on a route, I'll shoot you. Get a DUI, I'll shoot you, and then I'll blow up your car. <laughs> I know I know. a lot of the team is wary of law enforcement because they were actually the first ones to cancel practice after the Jacob Blake thing. But RoboCop, I think we can all agree, RoboCop is not necessarily in the tank for the police. He's about justice, right? I like, think. He exposed the corruption in the military-industrial complex. That's what he's about. So I'm pretty sure he's programmed to not see race. He just divides people into regular people and dirtbags. And Lions, that's what you'll get if you hire RoboCop, a new culture that purges all the dirtbags from the team, starting with Danny Amendola. (laughs)
1: Danny Amendola. (laughs) What is that? That's his voice. Danny, that's the Robocop. Yeah. Oh, you ever yeah. Heard Danny <laughs> Amandola.
3: I was like, does Danny Amandola talk like a frog?
1: He does indeed.
2: Uh, perfect pitch, Danny. I totally agree. Robocop uh, is the coach that Detroit deserves. Jamel, who do you think should get one of these jobs?
3: Well, I got a couple ideas. Um, so, Houston, uh, I think that. They should uh, start start reaching out to the community. When I think about the Texans, I don't know if the city of Houston really loves them. You know, it's like who talks about the Texans? Fucking Jeff Van Gundy, nobody else. So what I think they do is hire the former president of Rapalot Records, Jay Prince. Rapalot Records, you guys might know the Ghetto Boys. My mind's playing tricks on me. The guy who executive produced that. Responsible for so many street classics. He can hire Meg the Stallion, that's like one maybe his OC, you know? Uh get get little Flip involved. Uh let Paul Wall make all the mouthpieces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Turn the turn the team over to the rappers.
2: That's the hip hop community of Houston should be in yeah. charge.
3: Yeah, that way they don't have to uh do shows at the club right now. I keep seeing rappers in Houston at the club right now, and if you guys got to work, why not coach a football team? Now at least you guys are getting mandatory covid tests instead of just irresponsibly having sold out rap shows. Just coach a football team. Forget also, about
1: yeah. Also, the that song is, you know, very um good when it comes to mental health problems it's very open and forward thinking and i think that's something that the nfl should embrace more when it comes to exactly. cte you know when exactly. he's got blood coming from his nose yeah that might be from mental health might be from just getting smashed in the CTE. face too many yeah. times it is you know? it does they, they brian do. cushing got blood rushing from the nose just like mm-hmm. a houston rapper maybe i don't know there's yeah. a parallel just there. like bushwick bill Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the tiniest man alive. Yeah. The buddy. Darren Sproles of that group.
3: Oh uh, rep. Yeah. He, right. he yeah. yo, Bush is for sure that Darren Sproles a rap. Uh and I got so the Jags opening at GM. Uh two words for you. Elian Gonzalez. Mm. Hey guys, look, I know he's nearby already. Um I don't know what he's doing at the moment, but he did graduate from college, the University of Uh Montazas. And so, you know, he's learned and uh, America owes him a gig and it's the Jag. So who fucking gives a shit? Y'all are not even trying to win. Give Ellie on that bread.
2: Oh man. That's uh,
1: pretty offensive to our guests, Jamal. that they're not even trying to win. I mean, hey, hey, Jamal, that's offensive to yourself. As, <laughs> as one half of the Mike Lens of comedy, you just slapped your own face.
3: Yeah, excuse me. No disrespect to uh, Mike Glennon or the Glennon family estate. This is comedy, okay? I don't mean anything I'm saying.
1: No, yeah. Uh, That's that's your very ironic. I saw your tweet.
3: Yeah, that being said, let Cameron Diaz coach the Jets.
0: That I like. She at least Uh, has experience from any given Sunday.
2: Exactly. She must have looked at a playbook or you know a head coach's novel or like autobiography or something
1: well she yeah. dated, she dated Brett Favre and there's something about Mary so you know she's got the inside info on how to sling it
0: surprisingly right. connected to football
1: yeah, yeah man and i know i know Adam
3: Gates didn't get fired but still come on yeah he will <laughs> uh
2: chris you got a dark horse candidate
1: uh yeah, so I was I don't know how up to date you guys are on your um female American nineteen seventies and eighties novelists, um romance and goth romance in particular. Um, but uh there was a very famous female American romance author called Patricia Matthews, who wrote such classics as Love's Daring Dream, 1979, Love's Bold Journey of Fire. 1980. Um, Love, sweet agony, also of 1980, and I think that even though she's dead, you could somehow reanimate her with whatever Frank Gore's taking, right? Pop a bit of juice back, and then rather than romance novel titles, if you change the word "loves" to "lions," those then become headlines of the greatest Super Bowl run ever because you've got Lions' daring dream to go to the Super Bowl lion's bowl journey to the super bowl come on now lion's sweet agony when they inevitably would lose the super bowl under the hand of patricia matthews as head coach because she's dead
2: yeah or her as a hologram from one
1: patricia to another there you go Actually, unbelievable yeah and pencil behind the ear i'm sure at some point as a novelist she probably put a pencil behind her ear that's a reach, but no, no more so than the rest of the theory.
0: Yeah, at I'm, some point. <laughs> I have pulled up a Love, Sweet, Agony cover just, to, just as a frame <laughs> of reference. People can look it up on their own. But uh, it looks like Sigourney Weaver is the star of this book.
1: Yeah. Pro- I mean, if you look at her bibliography, there's prodigious output. If she was a comedian or a TikTok star, she'd be up in the top, top 10 influence level uh, output. Ridiculous! She's. I haven't ever read any of her books, but I did Google Patricia Matthews on the off chance someone like that existed, and she did. So, it's smart. It
0: it should definitely. It it should work if you just reverse the name of any coach, you get their replacement.
1: Yeah.
2: That's incredible work. That is good stuff. Uh, Mine. uh, Far less thought out, far less thorough. Uh, we said Adam Gase is for sure going to be fired. I think the Jets need to replace Adam Gase with somebody who represents New York and somebody who will represent the people. And there's nobody better in my eyes than uh, Fran Leibovitz. Uh She is the quintessential cranky kind of complaining New Yorker lady about how, you know, she you could just see her in the headset just giving it to the officials and whoever's listening on the other end of that thing, just complaining about rule changes, complaining about penalties, complaining about the way the offense is being ran. And I think we need a female head coach and Fran is the lady to get it done.
3: Yeah, she's talking to Sam Darnell about how the price of deli sandwiches has gone up in thirty years. Where was Mighty she from again? Is she the nanny? Or is that someone
1: else? That's someone a That's little Fran different. That's Fran Drescher. That's
0: Fran That's Fine. Fine. Well, yeah. Either one. Well,
1: now Fine. you just get me confused, Let's
0: It's the character and the and the actress. That's That was a classic 90s sitcom move is the comedian ran their own show, but they just changed... They were basically themselves as the character, but they just changed their last name. Kept the first name because it'd be too hard for Tim Allen to remember... Somebody not calling him Tim.
1: So, who are you talking about, Fran Drescher?
0: Yeah, Fran
3: Drescher yeah. slash Fran, Fran
1: Fine in the nanny. The character so, who did the you?
3: Nanny. Yeah, future head coach of the the L.A. Chargers, Fran Drescher. That's who we're talking about.
1: <laughs> who were you talking about before? Fran Lebowitz is like an opinion writer. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I see her now. Okay. Yeah.
2: She's just kind of a a mouthpiece for the, like the spirit of New York.
3: Yeah. Imagine being in a uh, tight end meeting and she's just at the whiteboard talking about how the West side highway is different now.
0: It is. You can't get a good bagel anymore.
2: Trying to tell you. (laughs) Uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining the show today, man. You got any uh, parting words for us? Plugs, get the plugs in too. I know you got some
3: NFL work out there
1: for the people. I was going to talk to you. You're the one that knows Aaron Rodgers. Actually, that's not, that's not really true, is it? Well, YouTube it's photo not fully really true. Wants.
3: I should know him. I didn't follow through on that situation as as well as I could. I will say that.
1: Well, hey, tell you what. Do you want to know how weirdly this might work out? So, you know, we have also a show called The Nvl Show on YouTube. And our resident kicking expert is former... FSU God and current Tampa Bay bust Roberto Aguayo. And he does a segment called Aguayo. Why did he miss? And he is working out for the Green Bay Packers on Friday. So fingers crossed, Crosby goes out, Aguayo comes in, the redemption story, goes flawless streak all the way to the Super Bowl, nails the Packers Super Bowl win with the final kick of the game. Roberto Aguayo, NVL show, kicking expert and Super Bowl winner. I know that'd be be incredible. Yeah, I have said to him though, if he misses a kick, he is going to have to then analyze it for the show, and he he, he did agree. I mean,
3: that's amazing. That's actually, I kind of hope for that a little more, just because y'all views would go nuts.
1: It would be funny. That's called jumping on the bandwagon. That's called jumping on the train early. Do you know what I mean? Like. Who was backing Robbie Aguayo before us? No one. Yeah. Who was backing Mike Glennon in 2014? Tell me about it. Exactly. Us. No one. We're prescient, Jamal. That's facts. Yep. Beagle. Anyway, thanks for having me, guys. It was brilliant.
2: Thank you for being on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Jamal, if you don't read these ad reads, you're going to get
2: fired like one of those coaches. Support for this show is brought to you by Bet Online.
3: The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to attend a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code Armchair. To take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses, bet online. Your online sportsbook X hurts. Nice sound effect.
0: Makes me want to gamble.
3: Yeah, yeah. Put your life on the line.
0: How about
2: you ask people to put their nuts on the line?
3: Yeah. Um, nuts on this show are brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Santana. Uh, Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. We don't do that no more. We chop our stuff down because we're all sexy. You understand? And it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It's a revolutionary set of manscaping tools uh, that have proprietary advanced skin safe technology. Uh, so this, the trimmer only cuts your nuts, you understand. It's waterproof, you can use it in the shower. This is a new age of grooming. I can remember one time I, uh, I tried to groom myself um, with, a, with a damn machete. I was in Brazil. And, you know, I just felt that I was a little long in the tooth, in the hair teeth. Tried to out, you know what I'm saying? I'm out in the fields doing my thing. I figured, why not? Almost cut my whole set off. You understand? That's why you need this Manscaped set. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball, deodorant, and moisturizer. Imagine if your deodorant also made you feel silky smooth. That's what we're talking about, folks. This is the perfect pa- package, you stupid bitch. Uh, yeah, and guess what? Uh, You get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com right now. Your balls will thank you. I'll thank you. Danny, thank the people.
0: Thank you, guys. Thanks for caring about your nutsack.
3: Understand? Hey, Dan, listen to this. 20% off on free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. This ain't no fucking game. And the free shipping shit, it's real. No minimums. But if you only show up and get ball in, you stupid. Get the whole set. This is the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the Lawn Mower 3.0. It's the year
2: 2000, G. Guys, we're three quarters of the way through this season. Whew. This thing is just slipping between our finger cracks like the sands of time have you enjoyed the 2020 season so far this year you know is there an asterisk to to you or is this just a regular ass season
3: uh it honestly does feel sort of regular when I hear about the cancellations I'm I don't think about how it's affecting the quality of play I feel like I'm just watching football and I do feel dumb for doing it but I'm watching
0: Yeah, I mean, we already knew these guys were risking their lives, so as long as the shot that I'm watching on the network feed looks like the football that I'm used to, I don't have to care about anything else.
2: Facts. True, and they're hanging their hat on the fact that they haven't canceled a game yet. They've postponed things, and they've delayed them and moved them around, but nothing's been canceled thus far. Not only that. this is different than...
0: Yeah, well, I was not only that we're getting football on crazy days of the week that we never got it before. It's more fun than ever. Finally, life isn't boring when you can have football on Wednesday.
3: That's true. Wednesday. Wednesday is a very tough week, day of the week. What am I going to do? Yeah. Watch Alabama play college basketball. Get out of here.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, man, Joey's had a rough week since uh, we got her. I've, you know, she stopped wearing her dog jersey. Uh, I told her I'm going to enter into a dog fighting ring if we lost this last week, and we did. So she's uh, kind of putting on her mean face right now, preparing oh, to oh. fight to the death with other rescue animals.
3: Oh, your, dog's Not just having, dogs. your dog is having a bad week? your yeah, dog? the dog's
2: having a bad week. What about yeah. your human friend, Jamel, that you fucking
3: hosed? <laughs> I thought we were going to get to that. No, nah, we're, to- right we're getting to it right now. You have to answer for Will Fuller, bro. You're ruining
2: my life, Dan. Joe Bob Briggs versus the Woodbridge Wombats is becoming the premier rivalry in fantasy sports. Two times this season, I put up an incredible
3: score. It wasn't the say sem- I think I was third highest this week. Spanish trampoline went nuts too. But like, if you score 150, you should win. But what happens when I play Joseph Robert Briggs? I get dicked over. The first time, fine. Hey, come on. Dan played college ball. He's just—he's just smarter than you. There's nothing, nothing you can do with it. There's nothing you can do. The second one, I don't accept. I—it I, I, was played under a protest. I lost by four points to this man. Listening public, he has Will Fuller. Will Fuller dropped thirty-eight on me Thanksgiving morning. What happens next? Will Fuller gets suspended for six games for performance-enhancing drugs. I want them points returned to me.
2: I injected him myself.
3: Come on, man. You knew he was fucking around. That's why I started him.
2: Of course I knew he was fucking around. That's why he's on my team.
3: But why and, do I have to pay the problem? I,
2: I wish some of my other guys were juicing. I could have put up the elusive 200-point week if some of these running backs would have showed the fuck up. Jesus Christ, man! And then
3: DK Metcalf, I have to deal with him catching every ball because he feels slighted because he doesn't because he forgot that he can afford gold chains. Still, now he he gets to act like a fucking baby and catch every ball because he wanted to play. You don't even want to play for the Eagles, bro. You got a great deal. You ended up on a way better team. Quit acting like you're mad.
0: Well, Jim Schwartz shouldn't go around telling people that they're not better than Calvin Johnson.
3: I mean, that's, that's unnecessary. And he probably yeah. might
2: be eventually. What kind of, what kind of fucking small talk chit chat before a game is that? Where you go to the other team's star player and you fucking poke the dragon, Jim Schwartz? What what are you doing? What are you doing? About to get fired. Anyhow, That's exactly what he doing. Anyhow, the the first battle between Joe Bob Briggs and the wombats, uh, I think I was down forty seven or something like that with one player left, and that player was Patrick Mahomes. He put up fifty. I won the week. This week, similar circumstances. Uh, Big comeback. Mahomes again goes crazy. And then Monday night, the combo of DK Metcalf and Dallas Goddard were just too much. They were too much. Anyhow.
3: I I I only like real football. Continue, Dan.
2: Let's go through the real football win totals. Right now, I still hold a slim lead. I got 116 wins under my belt this season. Danny's at 114, and Jamel did gain this week because he called that that uh, Steelers-Ravens game would be postponed. Jamel, you've climbed to 105. Congratulations. I just wanted
3: to be in the hundreds, too. It feels bad to not be in the same amount of digits. Well, this, uh,
0: this whole thing should be tied anyway. There's some bullshit going on in the Panthers game. Vikings uh, come back. That's dumb. Some bullshit. In in some of these other, I mean, we're gonna Cardinals we're gonna find Patriots. out where we, the Cardinal yeah, Patriots game so that like was the, just the ridiculous.
3: Game. I picked the Broncos. They had an intermural guy. They had a two hand touch quarterback playing.
0: That was pretty bad. I mean, you you couldn't have known that, but uh, I I definitely couldn't have known that Kyler Murray was going to lose all of his superpowers. If you want, if if Will Fuller is not busy, I would like you to go over to Arizona and baby bird some of your PED barf into Kyler Murray's mouth and turn him into the player he was just two weeks ago.
3: Yeah, snowball it to him.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Let's talk about this upcoming slate. Sunday, 10 a.m. No Thursday game, guys. We're just getting that weird wonky Wednesday game. So they're skipping Thursday, and we're going to Sunday at 10 a.m. We got the Browns at Titans. Jamel's Titans took charge of the AFC South this past weekend.
3: Come on now. And
2: Jamal had a good football weekend. Derrick Henry. I, mean, I I didn't know
3: who? I didn't I didn't know Derrick Henry was going to go that nuts, but I am very confident in my guy. He um he just Finish his run. It was actually the reverse of a Derrick Henry game where he got it all in the first half instead of the second half. So that was strange. This week, I'm actually, I don't like this matchup because I have Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. And I think it's mathematically impossible for two running backs to have a big game in one game.
0: You'd think so, but I actually believe both those two and Kareem Hunt on top of it will all go off in some capacity because both quarterbacks are a little under par. And uh, I just think the Browns... Whenever they play someone good, uh, they they really just turn into the shit that their name suggests they might be. So uh, I don't love the Titans. I don't love them, but I don't have to love to appreciate that they can be a decently bad Browns
2: team. Yep, Team Titans, mark me down. Yeah, we're, we're Titans all around there. Uh, that is a fun game, though. To the You never have like the marquee running backs in the league go against each other. So, you know, if you're into, I guess this is a Matt Harris game. You know, last week he was talking about how much he loved watching running backs. So here you go, Matt. Delight. A three-way. Let's talk about Raiders at Jets. This is a one-sentence game. And my sentence is, I think the Raiders have a chance to lose this game. This is the Jets. This is when, you know, you look at your schedule and you're like, maybe this is the week we cannot go 0-16. It might be this week. Are you calling it? No, I want to. I really want to, but I'm going Raiders.
0: And you're right because the Jets want to go 0 and 16. They're keeping Adam Gase for that exact reason. They're not going to lose to the Raiders. They're not going to lose to or they're not going to beat the Raiders, which is their version of losing. They're going to continue to lose to everyone.
3: As It's is interesting plan. I am in another, this game has got my fantasy nuts in a different bind. I have to play Aguilar again, despite my better judgment. I'm just out of guys. I don't have any backup guy. He's my flex. And the dude I'm playing is playing Jacobs and Waller. So it's like, there's no way both of them, like all three of those players, I'm probably have the guy who's going to have the worst
0: game. Jacobs is hurt though. I mean, we shouldn't go more than another sentence on this game, but Jacobs is hurt and they might have to play Devontae Booker. So. Could complicate Taters. things.
2: I like okay. that. Okay. Jags at Vikings. Another one-sentence game. Uh, Vikings, one of the hottest teams in football. They just keep sneaking out little victories, and now they're better than the Bears, and they're jockeying for a fucking wild card.
3: Uh, Which does disgust me.
2: It's bad.
0: Kirk Cousins is the king of the divisional round. And I think they're actually going to get in with that seventh spot. I mean, they're, they're practically a shoe-in for this thing. They got really good receivers. Uh, but, you know, this week they're playing against a team that is the only other team that's in contention for the number one overall pick. So uh, they're not going to lose that. Keeping it going with the Vikings.
3: Yeah, I might as well stay chalk here. No point in uh, getting spicy for nothing. Sorry, Can't Chris. Get spicy there. Yeah, I'm not picking uh, the Jags.
2: Next one, Bengals at Dolphins. Another one-sentence game. Dolphins, the other hottest team in football. They just keep winning.
0: And it doesn't matter who their quarterback is, I guess. I really appreciate the return of Ryan Fitzpatrick. I hope he plays again this week because it's great for my man, Devontae Parker. Uh, I don't know why Tua can't throw to that dude. He's huge, and he catches a lot of balls, and... Uh, you know, he seems to get hurt every game and then come right back in and score a touchdown. And uh, it doesn't take much for them to beat a very, very shitty team. Give
3: me the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Give me them fans. Jamel, quick, who's the
2: Bengals quarterback? Um, Charlie Brown. Next question. Okay, next up, we got Colts at Texans. Uh, <laughs> the Texans sorely lacking Will Fuller in this game could really use uh the man the myth the legend the world beater uh but now it's brandon cooks and danny might benefit from this because he's a proud owner of, of brandon cooks stock we don't yes
0: we'll call it ownership of stock just saying you own the person we've we've adjudicated is a bad thing to say we will not say it that way ever again uh i do have brandon cooks on my fantasy team i think i'll benefit but also the colts might zero in on him i don't know because the Texans just don't have a running game. Colts are mad. Mad Colts defense kind of scares me a little bit. I'm definitely picking the Colts, even though they ate shit. But hopefully Deshaun Watson is just that good, and he does something with nothing.
2: Yeah, yeah, give me them Colties. Man, we're all going chalk down the line here. That is a Colts uh, threefer. Okay, next, Lions at Bears, uh, a game I hope to not watch one second of. Uh, Coach interim coach, Daryl Bevel promises to bring fun back to the lions franchise. Do you guys think he's going to bring some fun to this game?
3: Well, I, I'm just glad that he acknowledged that Matt Patricia sucks. I was just wondering what was wrong with him. I liked how the pencil looked, but apparently he sucked. So, you know, good
0: riddance. Uh, I, I mean, there's always something that you get from firing your coach. It's never, we fire the coach and then everybody's still, the exact same and they're all sad and depressed. The bears on the other hand are the exact same and very sad and depressed. And that is a recipe for what I guess is an upset, which is me picking the lions to win. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I, I see where you're going with that. I see where you're headed with that.
3: And the bears are bad and they have to play Mitch Trubisky, which means anything's possible, but I'm going to still fuck with the bears. Fuck it.
2: Yeah, I'm going with Bears too. If they're going to win another game this season, doesn't it have to be to a team that just fired their coach and can't score?
0: Yeah, just boil this matchup down to the.
2: You're right, Stafford
0: versus Trubisky rivalry. I mean, what are you getting out of this? If you're picking the Bears, you're rooting for Mitchell Trubisky. That cannot be. I cannot. It couldn't be me. I'll say that.
2: (laughs) Well, it it's. Not you this week, and somehow it's Jamal and I. Okay, last early game, Saints at Falcons. Uh, all I want to say is the, Falc- or the Saints are just getting away with some bullshit. Taysom Hill isn't a real quarterback, and they're getting away with it because they're playing bad teams. This week, they're running into Radio Raheem Morris, who is coaching the Falcons into a pretty good record. He's like 4-1 with this team. Give me the fucking Falcons. Fuck you, Taysom Hill. You don't get to win every game. I'm with you.
0: Falcon. Well, then I guess we'll inject some spice into this. I may have cut Jamel off and just pronounce it. I'm just so excited to pick the Saints against both of you guys. If that is the case, Taysom Hill just owned the Falcons a couple of weeks ago in his first game as the starter. So he knows what to do. Just do that stupid run into a crowd that he always does that ends up getting into the end zone eventually. And not throwing it to Alvin Kamara at all. Like an asshole.
3: <laughs> Tim Tebow Yeah,
0: it wins games, I guess. Tim Tebow wins some games.
3: Put 10 in the box, man. Fuck it.
2: Jamel, you said you're going Falcons there, right? Yeah. All right, Sunday afternoon games. Giants at Seahawks. We have a Giants team that has somehow ripped off three wins in a row. But it ends now because Daniel Jones has a sore butthole and they're going to have to play Colt McCoy.
3: Yep. I, but you know what? Colt McCoy, one of the better backups, but doesn't matter.
0: Hawks? You guys know that I love my NFC East facts. And I found out this fact. As of right now, besides the one team that ends up winning the division and therefore is disqualified from being able to be part of this, Every team in the NFC East will be in the top 10 in the draft order. You're all currently in it right now. The Giants are out of it, and they would actually skyrocket into the 20s just by virtue of winning the division. But whoever doesn't win is at least guaranteed a top 10 pick. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy.
3: That sucks. They should let us get a top 10 pick anyway. Come on. (laughs) Why not?
0: Every team, des- uh, every team in the NFC East deserves a chance to get better.
2: Jamel, you could trade Ron Rivera and then move up the draft.
0: <laughs>
2: mm. Trade
3: him
0: to the Cowboys? I, don't,
3: I mean, if I was the Cowboys, I would be trying to trade for Ron Rivera, for sure.
2: <laughs> Definitely. It's true. You always um, want to
0: trade a player during an injury, so I would say the same thing kind of applies. <laughs>
2: All right, next up, uh, so we're Seahawks across the board there. The Giants aren't going to Seattle and winning with a backup. Sorry. Uh, Okay, Rams at Cardinals. Uh, Are the Rams good, yes or no? This team's annoying as shit to me, and I am Uh, done pretending that they're great, but we can't ignore them. I hate them.
3: I think they're okay. I think they ran into a, a healing Niners team at a weird time. A fun saw. Yeah, but I mean, Jared Goff did look bad,
2: so I don't know what's about to happen with those dudes. But I am picking the Rams. It seems like Robert Sala, the Niners' forty uh, D coordinator, just owns the Rams' soul. He they just beat them every time they play. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. Oh, go ahead, then.
0: No, I, you're right. I I totally agree. It seems like. There's just this one blind spot that he has. I think the Rams aren't good, but there is a category of team that is good against bad teams, and that is definitely the Rams. They don't play up to their competition, but they don't play down to bad competition either. And right now, sad-shouldered Kyler is bad competition. And as depressed as that makes me feel, for my fantasy purposes, I still think... Uh, they're bad at the moment and cannot win this game.
1: So you
2: on Rams? I am going to pick the Rams. How hurt is Kyler? I actually didn't really watch any of that Patriots Cardinals th- game. So how th- sad is sad Kyler? He can't throw
0: generally very well. His throwing motion is wacky. I don't know how the ball gets to where it is. He's great at scrambling and doing all the kind of out of pocket like Mahomesy stuff. He gets the ball where it needs to go somehow, but his motion is just weird. And in this game, they let him throw a little bit, but they mostly handed it off to Kenyon Drake because they won't let Kyler run. And that's what Kyler does. And that's how he wins is by terrifying everybody. So eventually when the Pats realized that he wasn't going to be able to throw the ball all that well, as usual, and he, they weren't going to run him in these quarterback options. They just zeroed in on the running game, and it was over.
2: He's got to heal at some point, right? The guy's not dead.
0: Yeah, but how can it heal when he's just playing every week? I mean, give him a week off for for the fantasy playoffs, at least. I know it doesn't matter. Well, actually, the Cardinals' real playoffs might coincide with the fantasy playoffs because they are playing for their playoff existence right now.
2: Yeah which is why I'm picking them. Give me the Cardinals and Kyler's going to find some sort of elixir or Will Fuller's going to barf into his mouth, but I like them to have a bounce back game. You can't just be bad for the rest of the season. All of a sudden he's too good. The guy was an MVP two weeks ago and now he just sucks.
0: I'm not, I'm not going as far as to say he's going to suck for the rest of the season, but against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. He might take a few hits and grab an L.
3: I'm not feeling great about Hopkins versus Ramsey. But
2: something's got to give. Come on, baby. Come on, Kyler. Baby, Kyler. Still picking the Rams, though. Patriots at Chargers. Uh, This is a one-sentence game to me. I think Cam has played his way out of some sort of mega contract extension. Early in this season, if he would have just got hurt like week four or something, teams would have had to pay him up the ass and just been like, you know what, Cam's Cam. Now... He just looks bad. He was, you know, I looked at some of those highlights of that Cardinals game, and he's just fucking terrible.
3: Hey, but they're still winning games.
2: They
0: they're five and six. I mean, they've won five games out of eleven. It just seems like, you know, Cam needs to start embracing the journeyman thing. You're going to be going around to a lot of different cities. You're going to see you're going to get to wear crazy new outfits that are tailored to the to the city that you're playing for that season. It's going to be fun for Cam personally, but you know that when your team signs Cam Newton from now on, you're in a rebuilding situation. And you have to draft another quarterback and that's just what you are.
2: I misread that, man. I thought Cam was going to kind of be back into MVP level play and he he kind of seemed like it was and he got covid and everything got fucking thrown off
0: cam is our generation's nick Foles.
2: (laughs) okay i don't understand that at all but i'm now, but is really
0: and and somehow people thought he was something but really he's the kiss of death
2: i'm going chargers in that game herbert's gonna bounce back give me the charges I'm taking the Patty Pats.
0: I'm also taking the Patriots, even though I hope Herbert balls out for the sake of my other league. All
2: right, last late game, Patriot or excuse me, Eagles at Packers. Packers um, next. Yeah, Packers across the board. No, I don't think anybody in their right mind would pick the Eagles to win a game right now. They are a laughingstock. I don't know if you guys caught that second quarter late yeah, I'm not going to talk much about it, but there's no plan. No, I'm you just rolling up Jalen Hurts on second down, and then Wentz comes and then, in. There's just yeah. like, what are we fucking doing?
3: You bring in Jalen Hurts to throw a pass, and then he it completes works. it. And then you take him out of the game. Then you bring him back in the game to not throw a pass. Everybody on earth already thought he was going to run the ball. So we were shocked to see the first one. You could have did it again. And, and I was more annoyed at Carson Wentz for even trying. The first quarter was right. I was like, yes, zero-zero. You guys look like shit good. Now you guys you want to try better. hard for some reason. It was a mess, and I don't appreciate you at all, Dave.
2: Squandered a pretty good defensive performance, and um, quarterback factory. That's what we are at Philadelphia. We're a QB <laughs> factory.
0: <laughs> like all those factories that make substandard products, but they make them. That is the, they do make those. I, I mean, Dougie P's got to go, right? Are you starting to entertain that? I mean, he's basically doing a queen's gambit right now and just drinking himself out of a job. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm at, listen, the first time I'm going to say this, out loud, I'm out on Doug P. No, thanks, Doug. Thanks for playing. We like everything that you brought to the table. You bet. Want to know why Doug worked? Because Chip Kelly was a fucking tyrant. And then you brought in someone who's loose and kind of fun and listened to his assistants you know what happened? Doug became what he hated. He became what he didn't fucking used to stand for. Now Doug trusts himself. He's like, I'm the Super Bowl winner. You got to fucking all listen to me. That's not what made you good, Doug.
3: He's a loose tyrant now, which is worse. You're playing for fucking Margaritaville.
0: It's like King Henry VIII's final years, where he's just beheading bitches, just for fun <laughs> as
2: a joke what is the plan? yeah we stumble onto this travis fulgham guy and now we are just play alshon jeffrey over him because he's back and jeff alshon jeffrey shouldn't be on the roster he's a snitch and he's hurt and he's old i fucking hate this eagles team holy packers shit. Packers,
0: packers,
2: packers, packers big if you can find something that will let you bet packers by over 30 do it okay Broncos at Chiefs. That's the Sunday night game. Um, Jesus Christ, who are the Broncos? <laughs> Chiefs next. Why
0: is this the Sunday night game, honestly? I mean, no. we beat the we- fucking hell out of We don't beat other teams by 30 points anymore. We like to take our foot off the gas in these games, but we just racked the hell out of those dudes in the last game, and they had all their best guys. They could play all three of their sick quarterbacks. It won't matter.
2: They're going to have to play like Love Boat reruns in the second half or some shit because that game is going to get ugly. Yeah. Cowboys at Ravens. Uh, oh, no, no. Hold on. Sorry. We have three more games somehow. We're going to go Monday, 2 p.m. We have team at Steelers. Monday at 2 p.m. Wow. Um, I am picking the team
3: here because the Steelers are getting fucked with unnecessarily. I'm just hoping that the fucked up schedule and the slight age to Ben, like if we were playing, if this defense was playing Ben even two seasons ago, I would think they're you know, you can't bring them down, but this is a, you know, Ben's got a couple chinks this year and we got guys who love to kill quarterbacks and they're sponsored by Chipotle. And so, yeah, I'm going with the team in a miraculous miracle. That doesn't make any sense. Because the schedule doesn't make sense.
0: Well, uh, riding the team this season has been fun. The last few weeks, I've had a great time rooting for the team and watching their games. But I think the Steelers are in Alex Smith's head from his KC days. And also, they're just an exponentially better offense and defense. So I got to give it to them. Yeah,
3: I don't I wonder what Antonio Gibson's going to do. He looked unstoppable against the Cowboys, but that's the Cowboys.
2: I am going with the team as well. Uh, not because I think they're a better team. They're not. The Steelers are clearly better. But I don't think the Steelers are going to go 16-0. and And I agree with Jamal. They've been fucked with, and they're getting jerked around on the scheduling crap. Now you're playing at 2 p.m. And, uh, you know, this is the recipe, I think, if you're going to beat that team. It's just you play boring ball-control offense with a boring game-managing quarterback. They're not going to make a bunch of mistakes. They have a great pass rush. Ben is a fucking statue. It just feels like you could get a turnover or two and maybe just win like a weird 23 to 20 game.
0: I hope you're right. Honestly, I do not want the Steelers to go undefeated, but everybody's talking about they're bitching and whining about how they're getting screwed over. This is one week after an entire season of cupcake games on your fucking schedule. you've had You've played absolutely no one. I mean boo hoo that you had to wait a couple of extra days to beat Robert Griffin III who yeah. is your hardest matchup of the year. Eat
2: it ass. Is insane. Yeah, I Steelers fans. RG3 I look we're recording this before that Wednesday game. Uh Any predictions on that? Just what RG3 is going to do? Is he going to look worse than that Broncos quarterback or is he <laughs>
0: Yeah, and listeners, you should know we we they made it fucking impossible for us to do this podcast before watching that game. We can only speculate on what might have happened. Uh, Jamel already won his pick. We don't know, but Dan has the Ravens. I have the Steelers. I think I'm in I'm I'm in pretty good shape as of right now in picking the Steelers. I think because everything has just. I mean, look, the whole season's come to them on a silver platter. They're 10 and 0. Might as well be five and five to me. I mean, they fuck them. They're the la the last games they have, they're playing the team, they're playing the Bills. Maybe that's tough. I don't think that's so. Real game. Bengals, Colts, Browns. That's what they got. So, the hardest teams are, are the Bills and Colts. We got the Saints, and we're gonna beat them. We had to play Tom Brady in his house. It's a little bitch-ass. Made right. him look
2: like a bitch. All right, so the second game in the Monday night doubleheader is Bills at Niners. We have Bills at Niners.
3: Mm. Josh the, Allen the
2: is... Resurgent Niners. Josh Allen is such a dumb baby. Dude, he literally looks for ways to lose. Like, they have yeah. problems closing out games, and it's because he'll just, like take terrible sacks, he'll th- throw interceptions, and it's just like, he gets bored or something? Like, he lets the other team back in the game? Like, you ever feel bad when you're playing Madden? Like, you're playing against, like, like somebody who's younger than you or something, and you're just like, ah, I'll let him score here. And then you accidentally turn the ball over the next possession, and you're like, fuck, now he's in the game. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm taking the Ninos here. Give me the 9 nerts. Whoa. Whoa.
0: I am also going to take the Niners. I like the Raheem Mostert comeback. The last few weeks of the season, he's going to do what he always does, which is somehow take a pitch 75 yards to the house once a game, and then, you know, get three yards beyond that. But, but it's enough. It always seems to be enough. And you're right. Josh Allen makes the game harder than it needs to be. He's got a good team, but he somehow fucks it up. He almost lost to the Chargers. I don't like it. I don't like with the direction they're going.
2: I think After the Niners the are quarter, playing.
3: Sorry, go ahead, Jamal. After the first quarter, Cole Beasley had more passing yards than this fool. What the fuck <laughs> is
2: happening up there? I think this game's being played in Arizona.
0: That's another thing is that I think there's got to be a little pride that the Niners have. They're pissed off at San Francisco, yeah. as they kind of should be. I mean, I you know, football stadium's going to be a football stadium. It's not like you're bringing in. The general public anymore you're you know you can have your rules you don't have to be letter of the law assholes i read this this article that said that they're actually considering banning the smoking of cigarettes and weed in your own apartment in san francisco
2: Excuse good luck enforcing me? that yeah that's a little
0: far little far hippies huh this isn't nazi germany
2: god damn the fuck Dude, Nancy Pelosi is gonna go door to door like fucking inglorious bastards. Yeah, just snip around. All right, she's the she's the Jew
0: hunter of weed.
2: God, no, thank you. Uh, the Cardinals and Niners are having a real fun time on on social media together, posting Step Brothers memes. And Raheem Mostert commented like six times on the Instagram, saying how Step Brothers is his favorite movie. The whole thing's extremely embarrassing to me. Anyways, I'm picking the Bills. Sorry, Niners fans. All right, last game. This is the straight... I think it's a Tuesday, like, noon or like 12.30 p.m. They're playing around with the time still. So this might change. But it's a Tuesday, like, midday Cowboys at Ravens game. is the last game of the week. Isn't this...
0: The one that got put at that time because they didn't want to fuck with the Christmas tree lighting ceremony.
2: Yes, like yeah, that, yeah. The Rockefeller like center. Who wherever the in f-
0: the fuck with this economy? With this pandemic going on, is getting hard for the fucking Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Give me football. How long does the Christmas tree lighting even take? I mean, it's got to be ten minutes, and you're out, right? How is how is an hour long program that interrupts football yeah. watching?
2: Just turn See, that this is someone. the war. Go home. This is the war on Christmas that Fox News is always talking about. People like you, Danny. I don't want to watch some Christmas. opulent
0: bullshit right now. People are starving. People are on unemployment. Most of the country's are unemployment right now. I don't want to watch you light an eighty foot tree with a million dollars worth of bullshit. <laughs> That's electricity my kids need.
3: Hey, man,
2: you know football, Christian, man. You're saying you want a blood sport because that actually reflects the times we're living in. I
0: want, I mean, if that Christmas tree lights up and they make a big fucking deal out of it again this year, then the people should just storm the mayor's office and kill de Blasio and put his head at the top of the tree.
2: What do you mean if, man? This is fucking happening.
0: Well it shouldn't is my position on it. Christmas is stupid anyway. But and that is uh, for real. I want people you to know like that You sound like Melania
2: Trump, bro. You fucking sound like Melania out here. Good. I um, miss her. <laughs> Who are we picking in this game? I picked God, the Ravens. The
3: Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Ravens. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, ooh, I got one question. Uh, can I get an extra point for week 12 if I correctly predict that after RG3 start, there's like secret text from a burner account of his revealed. (laughs) Like he's for sure going to get caught hitting on a new white woman after this game.
2: So you're saying TMZ like puts out screenshots, you get an extra point.
3: Yeah. Cause that's fine. I do do think that's going to happen. That's fine.
0: The last time I saw a G3 throw a pass, it was actually at the end of the first chiefs Ravens game where we edged him out uh, in overtime. And he had like a fourth and 23. He had to throw it deep. And actually made a beautiful throw and completed it. They you didn't throw it get the first down, but he, he he looked all right. That was two years ago, but he looked all right. I wonder how his legs looked when he threw that.
2: Well, he's still in so we're going constant in
0: agony, I'm sure.
2: Crazens across the board and not the shall boys. Great. Okay. The wait is finally over. With so many football teams strutting their stuff right now, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get it. You can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online. Your sportsbook experts. You've got mail. Let's move on to our mailbag. You know, eventually it's going to be a gift bag, right? There's going to be gifts on top of these envelopes and packages and letters. But we'll get to that down when we have our Christmas uh, extravaganza show coming up in a few weeks. (laughs) Danny's going to light a fucking Christmas tree on fire live on Zoom. Um, Okay, I'm going to just grab this first letter. It is from... LaShawn McCoy. It reads, Hey, remember me, bitches? I'm still in the NFL. I'm on that Bucs super team. I'm a champion. You guys used to love me on this show, right? I was the guy who spoiled the Avengers, remember? How about showing me some fucking love? I haven't come up once this season. Am I the most forgotten veteran in the league, or do you guys think there's some other pro bowl, all pro who has it worse than me? Thanks, and by the way i hate the show shady mccoy wow thanks shady for your honesty
0: i mean most forgotten you were just talking all about pro. alshon jeffrey i think that's a yeah, i don't think he was ever an contend- all
2: pro though shady he was, was damn the, good
0: on the bears at least
2: alshon was great on that first uh eagles super bowl run yeah and um, the bears
0: the year before Oh, hey, here's somebody who we might not be uh, <laughs> remembering as much as we should. Des Bryant is on a team. He's on Whoa. the 53-man roster of the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Yeah, True, we, we might, might not. It, I think, dude, come on. He'll be playing quarterback for them uh, very soon. Jamel, you got a letter? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, this one comes. Sorry, Shady. By the way, uh, sorry we don't talk about you anymore. I'm not. Fuck off, dude.
3: What are you even doing? Why are you even still on a team? Uh, my letter uh, comes to us from um, Hasbro headquarters in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, Smelanie Griffin writes in from Hasbro headquarters, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, hey, guys, a uh, huge fan of the show, and I'm also the head of marketing at Nerf. Uh, got an early copy of the show, as I tend to do, and I heard your conversation about John Elway playing quarterback again, and it did intrigue me. After watching Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight this weekend with some special old guy rules, I think we could work out something where Elway returns to the field. We let John Elway play, but only if he has a Nerf football in his hands. That's right. He's 60 years old. Him using a foam Nerf football isn't that big of an advantage. He should still die in the first quarter. We get our product placed out there. Elway throws a couple touchdowns, maybe sales one to the one guy in the crowd, a couple family members in the stands, something to consider. Thanks as always.
0: Yeah, he was, he was the king of the vortex. He was the one, the nerve vortex had the fucking, had the, uh, the little whistle on it. It had like the screamer. It had the tail. That shit could go. What was it? A hundred yards. He threw it in the commercial. Yeah, man, he threw that
3: shit a, a clean hundred. It screamed the whole way, and uh, yeah, he should get to throw that to Noah Fant.
2: Somebody should get to throw something to Noah Fant.
0: He was the only one who caught a pass in the last Broncos game.
2: True, uh, Danny, do you have a letter?
0: Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll just go. I'll I'll, uh, I'll really dig in here this time. Mm. Uh, all the way to the bottom. Unusual. Okay. I like this. Hey guys, love the show. I mean, of course I do. I'm on it. I'm Dan Hardigan from the past. Whoa. I'm writing you guys to have a record of my stone cold lock pick that I made to both of you guys by text that the Eagles will beat the Seahawks. Carson Wentz will look like his old self throwing multiple touchdowns to Travis Fulgham. Miles Sanders will go over 150 on the ground. And the Eagles will win by 25 points. In addition to that, I'm also predicting that Will Fuller will finish the season as the number one receiver in football. Adam Gates will be fired. Donald Trump will win in a landslide, and we'll have a vaccine by Thanksgiving. If I'm wrong about any of these picks, I promise to get a dick piercing, as I said I would do last year. Please Finally. hold me to it. Finally. Signed in
2: from the past. Yes. I mean, here the we go. Thing. We were, I think, five and eight last season, and I made a bold proclamation that I would pierce my dick if the Eagles didn't make the playoffs. And we all know they went on a run, and we did make the playoffs. This year, I don't know when I wrote this or what state I was in, but uh, there's no promise of a dick piercing in this letter, is there? At the very end, you do
0: say, in no uncertain terms, you promise to get a dick piercing if all of those things don't happen.
2: Why don't we make another bold prediction right now that uh, we can maybe reach some sort of middle ground here?
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's gotta be Eagles related and it's gotta be involving your dick and some metal.
2: Come on. Uh, Same bet as last time. I think the, the Eagles will find a way to win the NFC East. Carson Wentz will come alive. He's gonna, he's gonna come to Jesus He's gonna to talk to the Lord, and the Eagles are all gonna be. It's, this is bad, by the way. I don't. We shouldn't win the East. I don't want to spare these people's jobs, but this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna just figure it out. They're gonna beat the. They're gonna upset the Packers this weekend in one of the stupidest wins of the season, and then we're gonna win the East.
3: Yeah, and if it doesn't happen, you start using metal condoms.
0: Yes, you should. I mean, you're a married man. You probably shouldn't be using condoms anymore. But I would at least talk to your new wife about the potential for your dick being altered in some way.
3: Yeah, she
2: back I'm there. Sure hey, Kim. Uh, I'm sure she, she'll hear this. She's a uh, avid listener of the show, as I'm sure that Danny, your wife is, and Jamel, is, yes. uh, whoever you're having sex with this week is. Japanese wow. body pillow.
3: <laughs> Japanese body pillow.
0: Well,
2: I do uh, hear
3: that
0: it increases sensation, at least for the woman's side of things. So... Always a positive. If the Eagles don't win, she can get something out of it.
3: Yeah, got to hit them walls, and nothing helps more than a little doorknob, a little door knocker on your on your on your ding dang.
0: Oh, you could get your wedding ring on there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I'll take a little, I'll chip off a little piece to just make sure it's a it's a holy uh, piercing. I know they're all holy, but you get it. Final thoughts, Jamel. What the fuck is the last thing on your mind this week.
3: Um, follow my guy, Chris at uh, NFL vintage UK. Uh, also, I said I was going to be a smart football guy and I was wrong. Uh, don't ever listen to me. Uh, I am here for comedic purposes.
2: Uh, can't argue with Danny, that. Our actual uh, who, person who can't a- analyze football and write a joke. Uh, final thoughts.
0: I just, I'm just mad about fantasy, so I just want to wish Drew Brees a speedy recovery from his 19 broken ribs and punctured lung. Just put some duct tape on it and get back out there on the field, dude. I need Alvin Kamara to start catching some passes. I cannot go out like this in such a high-stakes league. This is not happening. I had a super team. I don't want this to go away. I had all the best players, and fate is trying to fuck me.
2: I know the feeling. My final thought this week is just uh, fate is going to fuck you. Uh, You know, I don't think it attempts things. It just is fate is (laughs) your uh, predetermined destination of things that are going to happen. So uh, final thoughts, uh, the fate of this nation uh, lies within this Christmas tree lighting ceremony. So let's hope it goes off without a hitch. And people love it. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm rambling.
0: Hey, sorry, guys. Sorry for Dan. I hey, am past sorry. Dan.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Who both had individual different strokes. Sorry.